0: Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council.
1: Faster my, and welcome to Spotlight with me, Sarah Hendy. On today's programme, we'll be speaking to artist Karolina Pavlovská and Gemma Yet, creator of the Isle of Man ABC book, is in the studio too. Like to share anything with us on the program do get in touch through spotlight at manxradio.com and you can find details of everything featured today on our blog or you can stream download or subscribe to the show all on the manx radio website artist karolina pavlovska is our first guest this afternoon there's a glorious exhibition of her paintings at the Isle Gallery right now, which runs up until the middle of July. But you may also recognise her work from the rather large, colourful mural in Castletown Town Centre.
2: Um, it was an amazing experience for me to de- paint the mural uh, in Castletown. It was actually my first public mu- mural. So it was something like a big... A dream come true from a little teenage girl you know <laughs> like from the ages ago I wouldn't even expect that I could ever do something like that
1: so having a chance to do it is just amazing <laughs> yeah and it's a it's a an image of a locked-in sheep I mean you paint animals quite a lot but you've you've chosen to depict a, a native animal you know for me as a, f- a
2: girl from Poland it's um, a bit of Something like uh, being a foreigner, having my uh, handprint yeah. somewhere on the island, which is permanent, Ooh. which, um, how to say that? It's like, island gave me so much that painting amongst Lockton, which is important for people, it's like uh, giving back something uh, yeah. that I could, you know, That I don't know how to say that, but, you know, like, give... Back something straight from my heart
1: it's quite a different experience painting something um, on a canvas or um, or on paper to, to painting something on the wall and I'm surprised that that was the first time that you've done such a, a big public mural how was the process for you it must be very difficult to be accurate in the way that you are in your smaller paintings um, on such a huge scale uh, it, it was a bit stre-
2: stressful for me, <laughs> yeah, you know. It's always much. like, oh, <laughs> I don't know how I would cope with that. But I don't know, somehow, somehow yeah. I, I was be I, I been able to manage with that. Yeah, it was amazing to see other people. Just um, how to say that just following the process as well a lot of people i had a feedback uh, later on comments uh, on facebook that people were following me like every day or some i don't know maybe during the day coming back to see how the uh, process look looks like and just see seeing me during work i didn't even notice some you know some Um, how busy it was on the behind you know
1: that you had an audience yeah it's really nice to know that it's so valued by the community and and the kind of impact the kind of effect that doing public work like that can have on a community. you choose to paint animals quite a lot why is that what is it about painting animals and especially in these vibrant um bright colors that are so uh, it's not true to life it's not the color of a chicken i I mean maybe it is i've not seen a (laughs) pink and blue chicken before but um but why is it important to you to work in that way with these animals
2: I think uh,
1: the, the most important part is I love animals. I
2: think they are beautiful and they are amazing and then s- sometimes they are much more intelligent than people. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think the way of colors is just my way of expressing myself. I'm changing styles from um, splashing colors around to sometimes doing a little, a little bit of line art uh but anyway colors are a bit uh i think most important in my uh in my art it's just a bit of um, how i express myself i feel happy and i i'm to be honest i'm, I'm usually quite shy person yeah. so maybe that's the way when i can just like do like okay that's <laughs> Let's, let's
1: do it, you know. <laughs> Something crazy. <laughs> I think that's really lovely um, because they are, they're so bright and so colourful and every single picture that I've seen you create is, is very expressive, like you say. Where where do you get your inspiration from? Art is clearly something that you've done for a very long time. Are there any artists, any famous um, work or anything that has inspired you in sort of developing your own style? Because it is a very personal style. It's something we haven't seen any other work like that on the Isle of Man, so it's really exciting.
2: I think um, what inspires me as a person would be everything. <laughs> it's its hard to say, it's hard to just uh, tell just straight away what, because sometimes it's just like I'm walking down the street and not like seeing a beautiful view and painting beautiful view. <laughs> it's more like I'm walking down the street and I see a car and suddenly it brings brings the yeah. idea. Oh, I want to, to paint a giraffe, you know. Yeah. Uh, why? I have no
1: idea. <laughs> that's amazing. When you get these ideas, do you record them in like a sketchbook? Do you do you write ideas down or do you draw some ideas down? Or if you see a color of a maybe a car that's a particular shade of orange, <laughs> do you take a photograph? How do you record the things which have inspired you and sort of um, help you go on to make the final piece of work? Um, to be honest from the
2: since childhood I think I was the little girl who used to go to sleep and visualize how to paint fish for example that's my first memory actually uh, yeah that so my imagination it's like I don't remember anything in in life like I don't remember faces names anything but when I have a uh, an idea of the painting it just keeps in my mind
1: maybe that's that's how my brain works <laughs> 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 so you have like an internal collage an internal sketchbook of a uh, scrapbook of all these different ideas that's really beautiful you've got your exhibition at the Isle gallery it's a big collection of work it must have taken you quite a long time to prepare for it um, is it it must be work from maybe the last few years even because there's, there's such a big collection there Oh yeah,
2: I think uh, it's the paintings. uh, Sometimes have even two years old. Yeah, some of the paintings uh, are two years old. Uh, So it's yeah, I I just uh, kept doing that. Um, I'm that kind of person who um, didn't really believe in myself before. So most of the current paintings that are displayed right now. Where the painting's hidden in the cupboard. <laughs> so yeah, and then I um, I become more confident because of amazing people uh, on the island. They yeah, that that's a, that's a long story, but yeah, but uh, but yeah, people are amazing here. They are just like do, keep going. You're you know they motivate uh, so well, and maybe because I have. Uh, different perspective, from being uh, from Poland, living in a big city, feeling like a little, you know, uh, and and not worthy enough uh, person. In here, I felt like people are so friendly and so um, helpful and uh, supportive that you you just want to do it because it's worth it, you know, and you um, want to... Um, discover yourself because that that's what I think I've achieved being on the island that I've learned a lot about, about myself as well uh, about my confidence how how to do it how to feel better yeah. because that was a quite big process in my head actually uh, to understand that I can
1: do anything I want and you know <laughs> Well, it's really lovely to see um, to see your art blossom and to see what you've achieved. It's a fantastic exhibition that we still have quite some time to enjoy. So I encourage anyone to go and have a look because like I said earlier, it's, it's the kind of work that we haven't really seen here on the Isle of Man before. And it's exciting to see fresh work. Listening to you talk about how the public interacted with your mural uh, painting and the process there, it seems as though um, that kind of interaction and that kind of community feeling is quite important to your work in a way. Uh, yeah, I think my biggest
2: motivation and my goal for the future is to make people happy and smile. That's what I want, uh, always wanted to say, that um, maybe having a journey from A to Z and being happy right now, uh, it's um, an amazing experience for me, and I would like to share it with people uh, in my kind of way in my art, so I would like um, i would I would need to like speak for a long time here <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah um, I think it came from um feeling that people are rushing everywhere not on the island actually <laughs> that's why i feel happy but anyway in poland uh, you can see people just rushing rushing everywhere having no time for for families for friends and that was kind of my rebel always i don't want to be in that system <laughs> i do not don't want to be a rat race in the rat race you know and that's why I think I've started to paint and that's how I would like to uh, carry on in the future, yeah, even on the island, which is so uh, you know, relaxed. But still, I think people uh, need a bit of a smile and happiness, so sharing this is amazing
1: but your work is so joyful I'm sure that it will bring a smile to people's faces thank you so much Um, where can we find out more about your work do you have a website or a Facebook page that people can follow so that they can keep up to date with what you're doing Uh, I have
2: an uh, Instagram and Facebook Uh, it's cab.of.liner if that makes any sense but yeah, if it's translatable then yeah
0: (laughs) Spotlight Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council.
1: And we're now joined by Gemma Yet, whose Isle of Man ABC is becoming a real hit across the island.
0: Well, I've managed to distribute it all around the island now. So, yeah, it's in bookshops and gift shops and the heritage sites. Yeah. Um, I'm now getting repeat orders from retailers to come and deliver more books to them. So that's really nice. People are actually buying it. Yeah. And a lot of people are sending it overseas as well. So that's something I need to try and do is find out where it's actually gone around the world. be really interesting. Yeah,
1: you could, have, I mean, there's so many, um, interactive aspects to, to the book. You've, you've got the printed version, but then also online, you've got this whole host of resources for people. Maybe you could have an interact, an interactive map next mapping uh, where it's traveled to. Well,
0: yeah, there's where it's traveled to, but also, um, one of my ideas is that I should actually come up with a map with the A to Z on it with the little items of where they are because it's been used as a scavenger hunt by people to go and find all the different items. And I had there's one little boy who went and visited most things and took photographs of them and I gave him a prize in TT week. So that was really cute.
1: Gosh, that's lovely. So people are really getting on board with this because there's so much to be had from this book from by all number of people.
0: Yeah, it was deliberately created as something that had multiple layers of content in it really because it is a niche product, we are only a little island and I know we've got lots of fans around the world but... For me to try and print something that was just a board book, for example, I would never have been able to get the costs to work for it. So this book has content for very small children, for the people who are learning to read, and then also adults can get quite a lot of interest out of it and enjoyment, especially listening to the Manx translations and that kind of thing. And there's a whole bunch of facts in there that even some of the people that are from the island might not know as well. So I think there's a little bit of something for everybody.
1: Absolutely. and um the the Manx translations are fascinating because um it's so nice to be able to have uh, the book in front of you and hear somebody say it.
0: Basically, Culture Vamin yeah. um helped to do the audio recordings of all the Manx pronunciation. um and then I've managed to upload them onto my website, and you can either play every single uh, pronunciation in one go or you can have it run through them individually Mm -hmm. so when I have I have a stall on the farmer's market once a month now and then when people call me like get my phone out and go here listen to this and Hear, hear how you pronounce "Tour Albert" and yeah. Govigvo, that kind of thing. That's
1: <laughs> lovely. Um, and I mean, how did the idea come about? Because it's a it's a collaborative project in a sense that, that in the sense that um, you commissioned Kim G or Kim Gra- Graziano of Kim G Studios to to do the illustrations. Um, you were sort of the the driving force, the the creative force behind it. Mm-hmm tell us about that collaboration and how um how the idea came about and then um, the sort of the journey you went on as a pair to sort of uh, realize the the book
0: okay um well essentially I've got I'm from the island I'm from Ramsey I've now got two young children of my own um I don't speak Manx but I love Manx culture and I wanted to be able to show it off to them in a way that was accessible to them um and having been to all the different heritage sites with my children and different bookshops and gift shops over the years, I realised that there wasn't an ABC book that was based on the Isle of Man, and I had this vision in my mind that the book would be very visual, not so dense on words, so that it would be really accessible to young children, or even to a visitor to just flick through it, and you kind of get an impression of the island in, in sort of one quick hit, really. Um, but I'm I'm not an artist, I'm kind of a bit of a wordsmith. My background's in marketing, and a lot of what I've done has always been the written sort of side of things. So I knew that I needed to find an illustrator that could kind of bring to life what I could see in my mind, what I couldn't execute for myself. Um, so I had a little browse around um, on social media and locally, and I came across a couple of different artists whose style I liked, and I approached both. And having spoken to Kim, I realised that she was the right person um, because the style I was looking for was deliberately really digital, something that you see in other children's books, but there wasn't a children's book that was represented in that way on the island already. Uh, The current books are mostly either painted or or hand-drawn illustrations. So I approached Kim and we worked out how we might work together. And then I actually submitted an application to... I think Culture Vannin was the first for a grant to help fund the cost of the design and illustration. Um, that was declined. So I pulled my socks up and did some more applications. Uh, the first I received a grant from was the Year of Our Island initiative. So they helped part fund it. And then also the of Man Arts Council, they really got on board and gave me a very generous grant, which paid for the illustrations and the, de- the design work. So then Kim and I... We actually only realised at the end of the project that we only met each other in person once during the whole project. Really, and that wasn't even to work on the book. That was just so I could go and actually say hi and put like faces to names, really. Um, So we collaborated basically by email, WhatsApp, and sort of video calls, and. I presented her basically with a brief of what I wanted the book to look like, the idea for having a colour palette that was very Manx and kind of recognisable in terms of sort of Manx tartan and the colours that we see in in our landscape. And also then I had a brief of the full A to Z items that I wanted and photographs and my own really bad sketches of how I kind of was um, visualising how I'd like it to be represented. And then we basically went through... I think it was something like four rounds of illustrations. So we started with sketches to get the idea of sort of layout and general composition for each page. Then we progressed it a little bit further and refined the the sketches a bit further and then they became coloured and then we tweaked the colours and then we added in sort of extra details at the end, things like um, motion for the tram and sound effects. And then one of my friends who'd seen some of the example um, illustrations that we had she, she suggested the idea for the little wren mm-hmm. so we now have a wren to hunt for so you can hunt the wren throughout the book um, and that just gives another sort of level of interactivity to it. Mm-hmm. I actually got uh, consulted um, a sort of poetry coach so that I could try and make sure that the rhythm was there in the, in the poems as well. They don't all perfectly rhyme um, But again, the advice I was given was if it's capturing your audience and it's getting the message across that you want to get across, then it's okay to not perfectly rhyme, perhaps, um, because it's celebrating the Isle of Man. I had a different, for example, a different poem for the Laxey Wheel, but it didn't get across the pride that people have in the wheel. And yeah, just... I had to kind of compromise a little bit on some of the perfect sort of rhymes just to make sure that the message was really there and what I wanted to say mm-hmm. but it was very much a toing and froing and collaboration in terms of getting the book to where it is now.
1: Yeah, I'm sure and it definitely sounds like it. Um although like your career is creative in marketing stepping into the world of sort of publishing books mm-hmm. is totally different. How long do you think you've been working on this project for? Because I mean, with all of the the toing and the throwing, and it's such a considered project, it must have taken quite some time.
0: Yeah, it was. It's been in my mind for a long time. Um, my son's six and a half now, so I don't know when I first had the actual brainwave of, that I would like it to exist. I started working with Kim. I think it was probably September last year, oh and then it was like to come up with the idea and get quotes and that kind of thing, and to go through the the funding process and I think we started in earnest in january i don't you know, do you know i can't actually remember gosh that's incredible it, it that has just didn't like in
1: quite a time yeah but six months to kind of um although the idea was sort of developing over a number of years like six months to sort of produce this is is quite impressive like well done um and it's it, like like we were saying it's it's the book but also it's spread into a number of different products that people can enjoy including the interactive aspects Um, you've started kind of a range haven't you
0: yeah, so um, again, if I was going to go to the effort of creating the book and having these illustrations um, created, um, again, in my mind's eye, we had a child's poster on the wall that was an A to Z, but it wasn't a Manx one. So now that we have the images in the book, or the full A to Z for the Isle of Man, then it was an obvious thing to then create a poster from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a poster design and then that's also on greetings cards. I've got towels and tote bags and all kinds of things now. Um, but getting that little business model to work is a whole different ball game to the book. So I'm just dipping my toe in the water at the moment and testing the products out to see whether people like them mm-hmm. before I can go fully down the retail route, really. Yeah. Um, so the farmer's markets are, and the agricultural shows, that kind of thing, that's where these products will be mostly available this year. Mm-hmm. It was intentionally for a younger audience, but something that also the adults around them would embrace and enjoy. So, first and foremost, a child can't go into a bookshop and buy a book for themselves. The grown-ups around them have to be inspired and incentivized to want to buy it. So, I very much had in my mind that it, it was a book for children, but it had to be loved by the adults first as well. And, and that's kind of the reaction it's been getting. Um And from a cultural point of view, you know, I grew up in Ramsey, I did Manx dancing, I was in a folk group and I sort of left a lot of that behind when it then came to being educated and going down an academic route and I sort of regret not doing more arts and design myself. So it's particularly frustrating that I couldn't actually, you know, create this book completely on my own because then it would have been my whole vision. But obviously I've done a hopefully good, good job with Kim. Kim's done a great job of translating that for me. Um, but hopefully along the way it will inspire other young children to be able to do more art and design of their own and with my son at home we've figured out a way that we can fold an A4 piece of paper into a little book now and he's already received um, Headmasters Award and things at school for creating his own little ABC books so he's done one on reptiles and amphibians with some made up animals in there because we couldn't find <laughs> certain letters of the alphabet Um but that kind of thing has also now been cascaded into other nurseries and and reception classes and year one at school i know that they're using the book to help them with the curriculum at school and to bring manx into the curriculum but also subjects from the isle of man so this is a book that's written in english with manx pronunciations um but it features icons from all around the island so yeah there's a there's a lot to take from it um there's there's the imagery, obviously, and then the, the rhymes and the manx, but there's, there's a spread full of facts in there as well, which just brings a little bit more information, especially for the older children, um, and things that I knew but I hadn't ever found somewhere that it was accessible all in one page. It's in it's you know one double page spread, and there's a whole heap of information there that's really accessible to all kinds of different ages. Mm-hmm. And there's something there that the grown-ups might learn too, as well. <laughs> I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right.
1: um, All of these lovely, uh, the books, the cards, the bags. Where can we? Where can we see more? And where can we get hold of our copies?
0: So uh, the book is available in local bookshops and Max National Heritage sites, and in a few gift shops. Um, the greetings cards, wrapping paper and posters are also in quite a few of those places. They're all listed on the website, which is isleofmanabc.com and on the Facebook page for Isle of Man ABC. And then the other items that I'm experimenting with, so I've got a lunch box and a pencil case and coasters, all kinds of things with Manx cats on and my Manx cat pin badge. Um, They're really just available from me at the moment and I'm selling those at the Farmer's Market in Ramsey, the Alman Farmer's Market in Ramsey, uh, at the end of each month. So the last Saturday of each month, I'll be in Ramsey. And I've also signed up now, I'll be at Timwald Fair, and the Southern Agricultural Show, uh, the Royal Agricultural Show, and then maybe also the Food and Drink Festival as well.
1: Right, yeah. right well, we'll look forward to seeing you there. Then. Thank, thank, you thank you very, you very much. much. And a quick date for your diary. On Friday the 28th of June at half past eight, Penny Productions pop-ups present Sea Ghosts, a ghostly collection of original spoken word performances in song, verse and prose from prize-winning performance writers Jackie Maury grace Kim Neen, Georgia Lizette and Simon Smart. The event will take place in the beautifully atmospheric and historic Amphitheatre on Douglas Head, just round the corner from us here at Manx Radio. And the Amphitheatre is outside, so do dress for the occasion. You can look forward to a night of magical realism, dark humour, and tales of a generally alternative nature. They're always a treat, so get along to that. Penny Productions Pop-Ups presents Sea Ghosts next Friday the 28th of June at half past eight, up here on Douglas Head at the Amphitheatre. That's all we have time for this week, but do join me again next Wednesday at half past five, when I'll have more creative tales from around the island. Have a lovely creative week. Send you.